This is Hitting the Mark, conversations with founders and investors about the intersection of brand clarity and startup success, with your host, brand strategist and author, Fabian Garhalter. They need to get active, right? like because that's the, the, the biggest part, like the biggest problem in, 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 in low-income education is that kids are just passive. They are just it, like the, this old picture, right? Like the heads is open and, and stuff is pushed in there and they need to remember it and then it closed, right? Like, and they need to get active. They need to do it on their own. They need to learn the things on their own. They need to experience it and try the things out and like be play, t- take a very active role in, 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 in their learning, right? That's what, why I do is like makes so, so much sense to us. This was Bernd Rogendorf, co-founder of Ableton, the tremendously popular software that helps millions of musicians unleash their creative potential. But today we're talking about IDU, the social enterprise Bernd founded five years ago to improve education standards for the 800 million children who live on $2 or less per day. We're chatting about how he took his entire family around the world, trying to live as closely as possible like people in poverty so he could understand his future audience's needs. On what role branding played within the organization, the meaning of brand purpose, and the surprising story behind the brand name. Plus, Bernd takes us on his journey of pivot after pivot on his great mission to bring better education to those who need it the most. Such a delightful conversation, and you will quickly hear how his passion is contagious. Before we dive in, this being officially the Christmas episode of Hitting the Mark, please do take this as an opportunity to simply give the show a quick rating. It would be your gift to me and the ones who will find the show because of your review. And now, over to my conversation with Bernd. Welcome to the show, Bernd. Thank you very much for inviting me. Well, it's really, really good to have you here. It's, uh, it's funny how you actually ended up on hitting the mark. Just to give my listeners a bit of background, I was invited to speak at Harvard Business School back in March of this year, which was really exciting, and I very much looked forward to it. And this was just when COVID started to emerge in the Western world, and I remember... I was the only one at my gate at LAX airport actually wearing a mask and people were just staring at me. They were laughing at me. And so during the flight over to Boston, I got a message from the CEO of the organization, Arne, who was also supposed to speak at the same event. And we decided we should meet up the next day. But that never happened since the event got rightfully uh, canceled that very night because of COVID fear. So in a way, the one thing I got out of Harvard was this episode with you, Bernd. So here you are. <laughs> it all it all made it all happened for a reason, after all. Um, so you you co-founded Ableton, um, the tremendously mm-hmm. popular and important software that helps millions of musicians, um, especially electronic music producers, unleash their creative potential. Um, one of your other co-founders is Robert Henke of Monolake, who did a fantastic Deepish mm-hmm. Mode remix a couple of years back. I I, I feel required to mention this because a lot of my listeners <laughs> know that I'm a total music nut and I'm a Deepish Mode vinyl collector who also toys in music as a hobby. So I would love to talk about Ableton for the next half hour. But 
as hard as it is to believe, you have been off to do more important things, which we will focus on today. You're, you're still changing the world with software, but now in a much different and tremendously meaningful way. Um, five years ago, you founded the education social enterprise IDU to improve education standards for 800 million children who live in $2 or less per day. How did this come about? How, how did you leave Ableton, give us a little bit of that backstory. Well, that's that's a, tr a funny story. Well, it's like it's it all started in 2010, I think, if I remember correctly, or 2009, um, when like several things came together. It's like the like uh, the 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 one of the, like global things were the like the financial crisis, which some, somehow got me thinking a lot about like the world. But more, more personally, like uh, I was diagnosed with like having a tumor in my spine and like it, it all went well, but it's like, like I was confronted with death, right? Like, and, and think about, uh, thought about that. And then on the other side, like Ableton went, was already developing super well and it was so well set up. And, and I always said like, it's my baby, right? Like, and at some point, like with babies, like you, you, you are at the position where you think like, well, it needs to it needs to grow on its own and it needs to walk on its own and 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 um i had the feeling with ableton it's 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 so well set up i i, I would be able to leave without um destroying it right? and so all these things together came, they got me thinking what well, is there's like i noticed there's something in me that i couldn't couldn't fulfill it within ableton or something else and i i'm I'm not this guy that can do a lot of things together at the same time, right? So, mm -hmm. like, if I if I do one thing, then I I I need to let go all the others, right? And so I I I had to say uh, goodbye to to Ableton, which was super hard, right? Like I I I was crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like thinking about that, and 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 but but at some point I realized I have to do it because there was something. I, I wanted to like that, like had this very naive idea of like the world is so unequal and so unfair, and I wanted to use my time and my money and my skills to 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 help that, like to to get rid of like these extreme inequalities. And so then you went on a pretty extreme trip yourself mm -hmm. to 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 mm -hmm. witness how world is on the other side right uh, can, mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that and you took your entire family with you which which must have been a crazy experience absolutely absolutely so it's like at that point well some it was like this right like i was talking i was i was reading a lot after quitting ableton i have i had i didn't had any idea of what to do exactly right like like i felt like a teenager right like very naively i want to help the world right? like, <laughs> and and uh, but had no idea how Right. And so I, I read a lot of books and, and talked to a lot of smart people. But at some point, I felt like this is all way too theoretical and way too secondhand. I wanted to understand like how poor people are really thinking and, and, and living and what what do they need? And do they need any help from us? And, and if so, what kind of help do they need? And, and I would expect that percent. And so I, I talked to my wife and, and um, she fell in love directly. It's like more than me even. Right? Like I just said to her, I was like, should we go? And she said, yes, we need to go. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> <She's> like, okay. <laughs> so let's do it. 
and and then like our our children at that time were three and five and and we said like okay let's take this trip and let's take them on the trip it will be like the greatest experience they will ever have in their life and and um so we did and um traveled around the world for eight months and tried to live as close as possible to to very poor people and um it started already with the most extreme part of the of the of of, of the whole trip because we went for for three months we went to kibera which is one of the biggest slums slums in in africa wow. in nairobi and um we went there with a with a with a small organization called Managers Without Borders. It's a German organization, very tiny, and they 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 help. They try to find companies around the world in 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 low income countries that need like support, like companies here when they like go to Ernst and Young or like any yeah, other yeah. consulting company, right? Like, but tiny tiny companies and like of course with no money at all. And they try to find on the other side managers who are willing to support those companies. Amazing. And went for 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 two months. We actually at the end stayed three months. Uh, in in to like to help in a project in Kibera, and it was like a it's funny because like they thought like I'm I'm coming from the music uh, music field, so it was a, a a company that focused on on theater. Mm -hmm. like and dance and, and so on and so like well probably band can help them <laughs> i'm a programmer right <laughs> so, <laughs> so and um i did my best and um i'm not sure if i really helped them i, I think like it like it, I, I probably didn't hurt them which is already like <laughs> like when it comes to developing aid right like it's you you need to be like like uh, um careful to not even hurt right? mm -hmm. like because it's it's so tricky and and so i i hope i didn't do that i'm not sure if i really helped them but and that's the, that's so unfair right like i um i did it because i really wanted to help but probably i i learned and i gained much much more than anybody i i tried to help mm -hmm. like because i learned so much about like how how life is in in the in the poor areas of the world and and really they're thinking and what is going wrong and, and all these things. And um, it was like a totally amazing experience for me and for my, for my, for my wife as well. And for my kids, of course, like, it's like, yeah, it, it, it's like, it's probably like, like completely changing. It was funny because at the beginning when we talked like that, they, when we, when we, we, when we saw them, it's like, they, they, you couldn't see any difference, right? Like, well, you couldn't see that they were actually in any way, like thinking, okay, this is crazy what we are doing here, right? Like because it, like it all looks the same, right? Like it's all people around the world, and yes, yeah. it's, it's a lot more cloudy, uh, crowded, and it's more, it's a bit more dirty, and it's, and then they all are black, but who cares, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All these things, right? like, and so it was for them. It was totally easy, and and, and it was like an amazing experience. Like I learned so much. And so when when did that idea of I do come about? Did that happen during the trip, or did it happen at a much mm. later state? Uh, uh, when pretty much when I returned, right? Like so, I I returned from the trip, and and with all this experience, and and mostly I was like I, I was thinking, 
it's just way too complicated. You cannot like the, I wasn't like naively help thought thinking, okay, I want to, to help the world, right? Like fix the world. And, and then I, I realized it's so amazingly complicated, right? Like to help something because you like typically what you, what you experience, like you try to do something at, at, at one corner of the problem of the problem space. And then like the next problem comes up and this and this and this, right. and it, it gets so complicated and you never find a, a good way of really entering this problem space right? like, because it's so complicated. So I was uh, thinking, okay, I need to start smaller. And, um, and I was thinking about like, okay, I do something in Berlin, helping the people here. That's what I, what I, what I know more because I was, what was clear is if I want to, what I thought is if I want to help really the poor, I need to live there. And that was just not an option from our family point of view, right? Mm -hmm. Like we wanted to go back to Berlin, not, not stay forever. And, and so it was pretty clear, I cannot do this. And then my daughter came to school. She was then six and, and, and pretty much from the first day she was using uh, learning software. And, and uh, I watched over her shoulder because well, first of all, I'm, I'm her father and second, I'm, I'm a software developer. So I was want to understand software and how it's working, right? So it was super interesting to see that and how she interact with, interacted with the software. And what I realized is like the, like mostly it wasn't like, it was like the software is typically done in like, it's a lot of repetition and practicing of exercises or, or of principles you have learned already in the school, right? Like, so you learned how to addition mm. and sub, uh, subtract two numbers and, 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 f um, and then you, uh, you do that at home and practice that and which is good. And it's, it's definitely helping, but it's like the, this is not enough for, for, for countries in Africa, right? Like, because typically like the, the teachers are not able to, to provide this basic knowledge of like how, like how numbers work and like very basic things, right? Like, so, I was like the, but what I saw sometimes it was like the, like Lara, my, my, my daughter, she was able to, to, um, to grasp a new concept just by interacting with the software, like almost never at work, but sometimes it worked. Mm. Right? Like and when I saw that, I thought like, well, when it's sometimes working, why shouldn't it work always? Right? <laughs> like, or, like it's it's pretty much a question of of good software right like of great software right like i'm sure i was sure it's like it's probably a super tricky problem but, but it's a solvable problem right like and if that's the only thing that that hinders us from educating the whole world well then we should try it right and the the other part that that brought me thinking is like and that was experience from from my trip around the world that pretty much Everywhere we were, we were like at, at the like most rural areas of the world and most like like isolated islands. And still, it's like if you took out your smartphone and hold it in the in the air, you had a great signal. Mm -hmm. It was like so. It was and and everybody like really like you. It's it's so extreme. It's like you go to the poorest areas, and the people are like constantly thinking about like what do they how do they get enough money to to pay for the food for the next day. But they all have a, a, a mobile phone in their pocket. Not yet a smartphone, but a mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's like so. It was pretty clear, and 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 that's and that's like what all the all the all the numbers are showing. It's like smartphones will be everywhere. It's like it's just a question of of time. Right? It's like the the prices are so low now, 
and like all the forecasts are saying like it will grow like within like it's within the next 10 years to almost every corner of the world so and you you basically bring you basically bring learning to smartphones for schools around the world exactly and who creates right. the content and Well, that's like that's that was a long journey, right? Like, so we started on our own. Was like because like that's what I thought. Like, okay, let's let's try it. it I, I couldn't find a good software that that worked out of the box. So I thought like, well, then we need to create it, your, your our con this content ourselves. Right? Like, and we started it with it, and it worked quite okay. And it's just like at some point I realized it's like to to teach all the different subjects to all the different grades. And and like and then with the local specifics and the net like like with different languages yeah. and, and, yeah. and like it's like this rule this this space of like content that is required is so gigantic. Whereas yeah. like I realized okay, like that I will never do that. Whereas like I need to get partners on board and 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 need to do that with other, together with others. And so at some and it's not so so long ago. Right, like like pretty much just this year we actually invested heavily in that to to get partners on board. And now we are like like we are like constantly integrating uh, big uh, content providers who actually build most like the, we have some that are for, especially designed for for African contexts, but we also work for example like um, and Anton is like the the leading software in Germany and we are just uh, incorporating their content was like so. Like we we take like and we we are we will talk to to all all big companies around the world that that create these type of content and and ask them to get us to to allow us to use their content and it's rather easy to sell because basically what we say is like this market doesn't exist of right? course like you have no yeah. way yeah. of of reaching them and you have the content it's ready right it's like you don't have to do anything just give it to us. And we will help hundreds of millions of children. Right? Like that's and, not and, easy to do. And so for them, it's uh, hopefully, I assume, not about monetizing, but instead it is about basically giving back. Right? For them, it's a, it's a great it's a, it's a great part of their brand. Absolutely, and and perhaps at some point, and that's how how the whole company is is built. Right? Like we do all this for helping the world. Perhaps at some point we might be able to make a business out of that. Mostly to make it sustainable, right? Like not even to think about like making profit, but to make it so that we don't need to rely on on, on external funding, right? Like, and at some point we might also create a business model that that or, or like more, so like more money than that, and we might also be able to pay back a bit to the to the content providers, right? Like, but that's very very far away, and and, and that's that's like not part of like why they are doing it. So you're running like a nonprofit, but you legally are not a nonprofit entity, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and 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 I like to uh, I like to see us as a as a for profit, not because I want to make profit, because I've, honestly I, I earned enough money with 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 Ableton, and I don't need any more. We are like like currently we are ch even changing the company to 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 rather. Go be a, a, a nonprofit, right? Like Ableton as, itself, and um, but the so it's not. I'm not in there in the in the in the thing for for money. But the, there are so many people around the the like in this in the ecosystem, being uh, being it uh, funding people or employees who all want like need to make money somehow, right? And And I want to and 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 thinking about like having this this uh, business mindset 
thinking, okay, how can you create value that people actually would be willing to pay for it? It's so good that they are willing to pay. And like even uh, uh, asking the poorest of like the, would you be willing to give us a dollar per child per year? It's like, like, which yeah. pretty much everybody in the world could do, right? Like, yeah. but if you do that for hundreds of millions of children, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And you can, you can create like great products with that, right? It's like, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like, I, I, I would never say it's like, we are not profit. I want to like the stick to it, right? Like, I want to. Like, I, I like that. And I think, I think it's, um, you know, for, for some of the listeners, um, heard, uh, the episode with Scott Harrison of, um, mm -hmm. Charity Water, and he's mm -hmm. got a very, very smart way of how to divide those two, right? Like here's mm -hmm. a nonprofit part and here's actually how we need to make money because we need to feed our own people too. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, so I would, I would encourage anyone who finds this conversation interesting to also go back to that episode but let's mm -hmm. talk about let's talk about the big pivot that happened this year um to, to becoming this platform that's a little bit like like the apple store right where where mm -hmm. everyone can kind of like plug in um did that have to do with with covid um did you see was your company affected by by all of that school closures etc i assume it was it was dramatically but like actually the 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 change came beforehand because what we did is last year we we thought like well can we make can we actually ask the schools to pay for for the service right and we did that and we saw it's like the we actually get 20% of the market to pay for it and like in this amount right like i think like on average they paid 1.5 euro euros or five, like so roughly 1.7 dollars per per child per year hmm. right like which which would already finance quite a bit of what we what we are doing was right? like if we scale that up and um but what we saw is that we only get 20 percent of the market to do that right and uh, and at least at that point what we were offering um we couldn't convince like bigger parts of 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 the the market basically of all the schools that were existing and, and we were inviting right like and and at, at that point, I thought, like, and the, the the funny thing is, like, just because we are uh, we were getting to 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 just this small part of the of the market, um, our costs went crazy, right? Like, so we because it was like pretty much to to acquire like if you if you anyway um, invite hundred percent of the schools to your, to your meetings and show it what they do and give them devices and explain them how we do it. And, 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 and all this, then pretty much your costs are, are already gone. Right? Yeah. 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 And Huge. Yeah. So, so, um, we said like, okay, we, we like it and we, we calculated it through and we thought like, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Right? It's like, which is not very rare because like pretty much nobody gets like finds a way of, like a business model with the very poor, right? It's like it's really, really hard to do that. Right? It's like it's like it was tried all over the world, and what we I, I would say is like the, there are two main examples who who made that work, and that's Coca Cola. You can get Coca Cola everywhere around the world, but that's almost the only brand that you really see around the world all over the place. Hmm. And and then it's like what you see is all over the place is mobile. Right? It's like every 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 yeah, like every every place in the world has has mobile in there right like there's like you can buy phones and smartphones and and and, and mobile services and are there any that, lessons you can take from those two companies and apply it to to your company well it's like like for sure we 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 tried a lot 
but what we what we saw is like the we we cannot get it to to um, at least at that point. Right? Like I was always thinking at some point we probably might have enough product value and it's it's so it's like it's um it, 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 it provides so much value for the for the users that they have to that they that they need to continue and that they are willing mm -hmm. to even give, mm -hmm. give us a bit of money right it's like and um but at that point we weren't just there right, right. and so i thought like okay let's and but on the other side, I was always thinking, and that's that's also like a tricky thing of like the if you if you go if you if you try to make it with the business, well you then you typically have the business mechanics at place at work, right? Like which means you usually easier get the ones who have more money, right? And that's like when it, when it comes to education, that's definitely it's the the, the wrong <laughs> thing, right? It's like because you need to like the who needs the 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 biggest support, right? The poorest. Right, so it was pretty clear. Like that, it was like the danger was way too big from my point of view. That we will at the end uh, will we'll end up with something that we just cater for, like even for, uh, still within the poor, right? Like, but still with, within those poor, more the more the wealthy ones and and more the better educated ones, and and so I, I thought like, well, that's like there there will be enough companies and there will be enough tries in this direction but i want to try to find something that really can reach the very very poor yeah and and I, that's why i thought okay because what we what we also did like in this testing we did at some point we did um give out phones for free right and um like to to explain that a bit it's like so what we have in mind is in the long run, everybody will have a smartphone. That's our assumption, right? It's like so, at the end, we only need to provide software, which is free, and it doesn't. It, we could scale that up for the whole world, pretty much for for no money. Right? Yeah. So the devices will be is, is the tricky part in the in the game. But right now, they don't have smartphones. So what we do, uh, we provide the teacher with just one smartphone. So we we simulate what will happen in ten years from now, basically. Right? It's like. And once we do that, we say, okay, use use the smartphone for for like use put our we we put your we, we put our platform on it and then use it in your classrooms like you think makes sense, right? Like we we give them some some training, what what makes sense. But we we saw so different ways of of using that. That's why we it's like like it's pretty much the 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 teacher is is in control in the classroom, right? Like they are the masters, right? Like and you cannot. Do it besides them, right? Like, or if you do something besides the teacher, you typically end up dying very hard in terms of usage, right? right like because right, the right, teachers right. are the are the ones who constantly push for us. Like, well, it's like we are here to learn, right? Like, and to get the kids all over. And that's that's why I also didn't want to think about like like a parent app, for example, right? Like that that focus on parents, which are also yeah. which is also very common, right? Like, but you. Again, it's like you will not reach the poor, like the very like the people in like in, in total need. So um, we said like, okay, we do we 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 bring one one phone to the teacher, explain them shortly how it, how to use that, and um, and then they they are starting it right away. Right? Like and what we did when we do that for free, um, then we have activation rates of more than higher than than ninety five percent. So pretty hmm, much. Wow everybody right it's like we get all the schools who, to, to to participate and um and through the yeah 
and 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 through that it's like the we 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 can reach all all like so many children right like and the, the even the poorest ones and the funny thing is as we just take one device um and share that in the like the what we, what we like so the app works like this is like the there's on the one side there's teacher content for the teacher to well, like be a better teacher right like so giving them teaching materials and, and, and explain them how to how to do better lessons and prepare for them better and on the other side there's self learning on it so for the children for the students and um and you can give the the app to pretty much like the, like the like the, you don't need to do anything it's like because what you what you what at the beginning you just take photos of all the children which is basically setting up all the accounts for the children it's like so and then we only show the the picture of the first child the teacher gives it to this child then the child clicks on the, on its picture and does exercises typically for 10 minutes hmm. and then the 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 picture of the next child appears and then this child gives the phone to the second child to the next child hmm. like and like we we teach that to 3 year olds and they learn it like after 3 days they know it by heart wow. like wow. it's and and um, so we we have a system where the teacher can introduce this platform without doing anything basically besides charging the phone in the night right it's like they don't have to do anything they, it's so easy for them to to get into the system right it's like and that's I, i would say that's our our main point is like what we we make it so easy to get started right and and um so that they that they actually try it and then after some time they see okay this is actually helping my children right it's like they get they more they they actually learn those concepts better and they get more attentive and 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 was like actually what they what the schools are reporting kids are, are coming earlier to school and leave the school later and 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 parents are bringing their school their 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 kids to to our schools and things like that right like because they 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 it's it's very attractive for the children and it's like and the teachers see the see the value as well It's amazing. I mean, I, I hope that I hope that some executives of T-Mobile are listening to this because what a great what a great way for them that would be right to 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 have a partnership to give away phones with your with your software on it. Um, you know th that seems like that seems like you know the next iteration of a Tom's model of a one for one model, right? If I if I mm -hmm. actually spent eight hundred dollars or some insanely silly amount of money on a new iPhone, right? Um, <laughs> that that I would know that one phone ends up in in a school you know in nairobi mm -hmm. that actually mm -hmm. touches 40 40 kids right i mean what, mm -hmm. what an amazing i'm sure you i'm sure you already went down that 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 aisle but it seems like a very obvious direction to go right yeah yeah and it's like it's we are always playing around with this with this with this idea should we should we should we ask for like charity right it's like should we get the the word to finance that and again like the i'm Perhaps at some point we will do it. Right? Like so far, like I'm, I'm hoping that we can, because like the the thing is like that we can fund it through through other channels, because we see that we we need to we can we can grow this so fast. Right? Like we have now the ability. Right? Like like that because what we do is we go to we go to to um, slums. And 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 typically, like the well, that's that's an important thing. Like what, which many people don't know, uh, the the education of the poor, like the like the like the it's it's 
it's estimated that more than 50% of like the, the poorest third in the world, the, the vast majority go to school, but the, the majority of those schools are not public, but private. Like, and then you say like a private school for the very poor, how that, how, what is that? Like, and the, it's actually like we have millions and millions of extremely low cost schools around the world. Like which, like for since like like for, for for many many decades were not known at all. Right? Like in no statistics they were shown and all this. Right? Like it's just it's it's a recent uh, trend that we that we that we get that we get data about those schools. Right? Like for example, like in in Lagos, a, a city in like the the, the uh, capital of of um, uh, Nigeria, mm -hmm. we we. Um, we uh, we will like we will start operating very soon in, so, in a couple of weeks, and they have I think twelve hundred uh, public schools or so, something like this, uh, and yeah, and eighteen thousand private schools. Wow! Like so, the vast vast majority in the city is going to a private school, and this is like these low cost schools. They are functioning like the, it's it's really funny how they work, right? Like because they typically get fees from the parents. Like in the in the, around five to ten euros per child per, per month, right? Like so, it's tiny amounts, right? Like if you think about it, it's like that, if you have a class of of thirty people with five euros, well, it's one hundred fifty euros. You need to make like school with one hundred fifty euros per month, hmm. right? like, including everything, right? Like including the classroom, including the hmm. the tables and the chairs and everything books and if you and so it ends up you don't have anything you don't like besides chairs you don't have any, much in your in your classroom right and you need to pay the of course you need to pay the teacher so what can you pay with with this amount of money pretty much teachers who are not not educated themselves mm -hmm. right like who have very little uh, um edu like a pedagogical uh, um education themselves right like and and so the, the funny thing as it is, is that even they are they are like and they have much less money than the the public schools but as they are so near to the customer right like because if they don't do well the teachers the, the parents send their kids to the next school which is 100 meters from your school <laughs> right like so there's like extreme competition there right yeah. like, and so it's amazing how well they function and like in there's there's pretty good uh, research, especially in, in India, because where we have the same uh, situation. There are hundreds of millions who are really still very, very poor, although we also see how, how like the development of India, right? Like where there's still like a huge part of the, of the population is very, very poor. And in those poor areas, there's like, there's, there's many, many, many uh, private schools and, um, they like they, we have pretty good data about like their learning outcomes, and they are pretty. They are not better, or uh, but they are pretty much the same as the public schools. Right? Like, and they do that with like tens of the budget. So, wow. right? like, so it's it's very interesting to see these two markets. Right? Like, and so we go to this. What we do is like, and that's why we and because when you when you go to the public schools, they all say, well, talk to the government, and then you talk to the government, and they say, well, yeah, that sounds interesting. Let's do a pilot next year, and so right. Like it takes forever and forever. Yeah, which we which we will do, but um, 
the what, what what we said like we let's start with the public with the private schools because it's so much easier to talk to them right like we can just invite a hundred directors of those schools into a meeting tell them what we do and if they like it they will start on the next day yeah yeah right and and that's actually what we do exactly that right like we go to the slums we invite the these private school owners and um and tell them what we do and offer them where you get your first smartphone right away, right? Like send us your, your, the teacher of, of like the early grades and we will give them a short training and then you get your first phone. If you use that like to, to heavy extent, right? Like we say, we need, um, we want to see at least 10 hours per week of usage, right? Like, and that's pretty much like in the, that's like you, if you, if you think of that, like it's every day, right? You need to do it for several hours to do that, right? To get to, to that amount, and and that's what we say. What we get is like we get ninety five percent of those schools right away, right? In the first week, they have more than ten hours of usage. Hmm. And and so so currently, so so you you must have a lot of uh, quote unquote boots on the ground, right? In 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 in, in Nairobi and, and all over the place, who who actually are working for your company to get the word out. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like it's we started heavily on the ground in Nairobi because that was our our learning uh, lab, right? It's like to 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 learn how to how to do all these things. Mm -hmm. Now nowadays, and especially and then came Corona, right? It's like like the, um, we have to do it very differently, and because like what what's like we were in the beginning of the year we were right at the point where we could, where we where we tried everything out and we were preparing everything to massive scale and then from mm. one day to the other everything was shut down like all the schools in africa were closed mm. all our schools were like from one day to another not existing anymore because it's private schools right like they like we saw pictures now from our schools where <laughs> in classrooms have have chicken farms and oh, stuff wow. <laughs> like because they have to they yeah. have to make money somehow right like yeah and and um, so, all, all our schools were were gone basically. Right? Like, and in Kenya, it's still like they they will start next beginning of next year. That's what they what they said so far. So once we are once um, they open up, we will um, we will go back and 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 and, and start uh, extending in 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 Kenya as well. But thankfully, it's like there's one country in in uh, sub-Saharan Africa that had not close the schools and that's um, Ivory Coast. And in Ivory Coast, we like, we just started because we found out like very late in the process because we like, it's, it's French and we don't, we didn't have the software in French. So we, 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 we excluded those countries from, from monitoring. But at some point we said like, okay, let's, let's look at all the countries. Perhaps we, we find something where we can actually operate now, right? Like during Corona. And then we found Ivory Coast, and then we like within like three weeks we we translated everything into French. Wow! And then um, uh, uh, last week we we did the first uh, test meetings, right? Like where we invited, I think there were like thirty-five or so uh, schools there, and they all um, they 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 are all starting to, to to use the app now, right? Wow. Like and and um and uh, we just heard last week that na that uh, nigeria is opening up and um like in, in i think in two weeks from now so we 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 will start doing um 
we will start uh, doing uh, uh, these me sales meetings in, in, in uh, Lagos very soon. And we do that, and that's the funny thing, is like we have now trained a lot, like we have learned a lot how to do these, these meetings and how to do them effectively and fast and, and all these things. And, and uh, what we, but as we couldn't travel, it was like we said, okay, how can we do that? It was like, how can we do that remotely? And we actually, what we did is like we hired people remotely like just through video calls and, and, and discuss the things. Then we did training remotely of those things. Then we did test tr town halls remotely, right? And now we are up to do pretty much everything <laughs> completely remotely. <laughs> and the, the great thing is like we, we like the, the, as all this is digital, we can monitor everything, right? It's like from the very first, yeah. Like the, yeah. Every every click of every child, we know. Right? It's like we we see on in our data and and like and and typically all the although we don't rely on an internet connection, we have we provide internet connection to get to collect the data and to update the software. And like we, I think it's something like eighty percent of of all the of the data we get within the first ten minutes, right? Like so, we are almost real time, but we are not relying on on real time. It's amazing, really amazing. Well, and and what what COVID what COVID took, COVID gave back from a business perspective, right? For you, I mean, there's yeah. like there's yeah. a lot of pivots that happened and a lot of uh, you know streamlining uh, operations, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Pre COVID, how many schools um, has has uh, I been in? Or how many kids like, has, has it has it affected? Yeah, it was like the so. Um, I think we were at the like because it was all testing, right? It's like we were testing. Right? Okay, like, so yeah. I think we were. I think we had four hundred schools with roughly what is that? Roughly times two hundred. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Was that 60,000 or something like that? Like Eighty thousand children, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, a good amount. Yeah, and it's like it's not like that we that all these kids were 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 active at the same time, right? It's like because but what we know is we can reach those kids because they are in the school, right? It's like so when we start with just phone, we 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 um, we just provide like the first class, right? It's like and then if they use it heavily, then we provide the second phone and third phone, and over time we reach all those kids over time. Right, 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 right. Let's um. Let's shift the conversation a little bit over to 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 the the IDU brand. Um, I, I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, Ableton is very much a brand, right? It's a brand experience. Musicians mm -hmm. light up when you mention even the word <laughs> because mm -hmm. it just stands for so much in their lives. So when you think of a, a mission-driven organization like like IDU, which almost mm -hmm. almost classifies as a nonprofit, <laughs> um, brand <laughs> usually gets all but forgotten forgotten about, right? Um, yeah. That it's mm -hmm. it's super crucial because there are so many stakeholders. I mean, we talked about it, right? The content providers, teachers, the kids, and then there are many different languages. And then, uh, you know, I, I mean, there's there's just a lot of people involved that are exposed to 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 the brand. Um, mm -hmm. And then on top of it, many different languages. Um, like you know, you just got French on board, uh, fr French on board over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, uh, many who will just judge the branding by its look alone because they don't they don't speak the language. How how did you go about branding with I do? Um, did did you see it as an important factor from day one? Uh, to be honest, not really, right? It's like because like well, it's like I'm I know from 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 my Ableton experience how important it is, but probably like my 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 
my helping heart was just think like, well, I just need to provide the right thing. Right. Then it's working, right? Like, and and so I, we didn't uh, thought like we 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 got we 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 like we talked to some branding people and and thought about these things. The tricky thing is. Like typically, when you when you think about these branding aspects, you directly think for yourself, right? Like and for your like and people here, like like your for, your your future employees and funding people and all these things, right? Like what is the right branding? But actually, this is like besides we need to find funding and we need to find uh, employees. Our customers are thinking very very differently, right? Like and looking at the world very very differently, and f and they. Um, so we, 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 we always thought like, well, let's first so see how we, how we can, can, can really solve their problems. Right. Like, but that says like, I think like branding is super important, right. Like, and also it will be like, I think we are still like very early in terms of like, like really, um, like like using what we what we think the brand is right like and how it's how it's positioned to use that for for like all kinds of like things like in terms of marketing and 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 how we how we talk to the world and and um but it's 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 still early right like but i'm i'm, I'm sure it will be it will be very important Right, and it seems to when when I when I um, got the message from Arne, um, your CEO, and I quickly checked out the company, right, to see if, if they're mm -hmm. legit. <laughs> you know, like who who is I do? Um, and I looked at the site, which I think um, right now when we record this is down, but it should be back up when this is airing. Um, I was mm -hmm. I was super impressed because it was very brand forward. I mean, the the the, the logo feels extremely um, extremely likable. It's 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 very colorful. It feels. Mm -hmm. It, it feels like there was thought being put into it, um, and mm -hmm. um, and to me that was very surprising because uh, you know ninety nine point nine percent of mission driven nonprofits don't care about branding for for exactly the same reasons that you just you just mentioned, right? Um, yeah. But I do believe that it can actually be extremely important to 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 to, to convey a message and and to to get people to actually like the product and to associate themselves with it. I mean, just the two colors in the logo—they're so vibrant and it feels like there's something going on between. Between color one and two, and you know, like there, there are, there is meaning in it. At some point, when you actually went through that exercise, um, did yeah, yeah. you, you did it in a meaningful way, I assume. Yeah, yeah, and we we, we got support from branding people and, and design people, and it's like the for sure, it's like the, because it's like it's, uh, I'm ve like the, I think that that's what I learned at Ableton, right? It's like how important all these things is and that you that you really should take the time, not from this like. Like the like it's or it's twofold, right? Like from the aesthetical point of view, right? Like because well, I actually like beautiful things, right? Like and we want to see beautiful things. It's nice, right? To see to see beautiful things, and and make things look nice. And but the like the more important thing from my point of view is more like the consistency with your thinking, right? Like why do you do all this, and 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 what do you want to achieve with that, and and all these things like like the they they like if you if you do that consistently with the branding then it helps to spread your message right like and because even if it's subconscious like you you feel all these things like people notice them and and you and it's 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 important
Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, the name IDU, um, it is so close to EDU, which, which you know, uh, obviously stands for education and is synonymous with its .edu um, domain mm -hmm. extension uh, for organizational entities around the world. What, what does the name stand for? It's not an abbreviation, but what everybody asks <laughs> yeah, us for. Yeah, I, I thought so too. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it, no. It's actually like it's a it's a, a synthetic word, right? Like which we came up, right? Like because it's mm -hmm. it's this it it has exactly this what you said, right? Like it has the uh, the education in it, and on the other side, when you when you speak it, like typically you like it depends on where, where you where you, where you are, but mo many people say I do. Right, and that's why how we how we pronounce it ourselves, right? Like, so if you say I do, right? Like, well, it's I do something, right? Like, and that's pretty much what we what we think in terms of what we want to get the children to do, right? Like, they need to get active, right? Like, hmm. because that's the 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 biggest part, like the biggest problem in 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 low income education is that kids are just passive; they are just like 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 this old picture right like the heads is open and and stuff is pushed in there and they need <laughs> to remember it and then it closed right like and they need to get active they need to do it on their own they need to learn the things on their own they need to experience it and try the things out and like be play t take a very active role in, in 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 their learning right and that's why like that's why i do is like like makes so, so much sense to us that is such a fantastic story i would have never in a million years guessed this and i'm a naming guy and that's that's hilarious but the idea that i do actually is one of the first things that they would would learn right <laughs> it's um it's it, and it's and it's the process uh you know that it's the action that you want them to take um etc cetera, etc cetera. and did you test uh, the word before in in you know in different languages to see if it's easy for them to say or did you just know that based on your travels no, not really. We tested it, like, and it's definitely not like it's not super easy, right? Like, because it's like the the, especially the the EI is pronounced differently in different areas, even in English speaking countries, and like that's there's it's not totally clear if it's if it's I do or a do, and um, and so like the, this wasn't perfect for us, right? Like so, but we said like it's that, that's. We will. There are like other like awkward names in the world, right? Like, and I'm I'm pretty like for the for the we thought like the ones who are using us are using us so heavily we can easily train them in pronouncing it right uh, correctly, right? Like that. So um, we we were very sure it's like the the, the the name will stick, right? Like, and the people will understand that's I do and 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 will understand that and will will use it and. In general, it's like I think it's it's easy to to pronounce in, in all kinds of, of languages, and yeah, so it's it's working quite okay. And 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 brand purpose um, became such a big buzzword, uh, one that I myself mm -hmm. am actually using quite a bit. But looking at Ableton and and I do, um, both are actually very purpose driven companies. And 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 I wonder, isn't isn't any company purposeful in a way, right? If there's no purpose, you know, what do you give to the world? I mean, even if it's just a simple product or enhancement. So to me, mm -hmm. purpose and mission are quite different. How, how do you see the difference from what you did with Ableton to what you're now doing with iDo as it relates to, to brand purpose? It's, well, it's twofold, right? Like the difference is, first of all, I think like we started not so, like the, like, I, I think like Gerhard and me who, who founded 
Ableton, like right from the very beginning, we wanted to create the, like the best product in the world. Right? Like, so we were driven by, by great products, right? Like, but I would say it's like the, like the, the difference in I do is like, it was very clearly, we need to help people, right? Like yeah. we need to help them, right? Like, and we need to support them. That was more, more focused on, I think Ableton was from the beginning, at least more product driven. And I think we are a bit more user driven, which it's definitely not true anymore, right? Like, like Ableton is super user-driven and, 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 and thinking about the customers. Like, it's, it's definitely, in, and, and the users, it's, it's totally in central. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, it, was, it was a bit different. What is, what is one word that can describe your brand? Um, I, I call it your brand DNA. So for, for Everlane, for instance, it would be transparency. For Holly Davidson, it would be freedom. What would be one word that sums up I do? That's a tricky one. <laughs> I know. I like. I like putting people in the spot with that. Um, you know. Obviously. You ah, know. Yep. I have one. Yeah. It's potential. That's great. Right. Because it's like the it's and it's twofold. Right. It's like it's the potential of every single child. Right. It's like which we need to unleash. Right. It's like it's and it's it's so huge the potential in every single child. It's like there's so many possibilities that this can this kid could grow into. But on the other side, it's like it's also like it's such a huge potential when you look at the world, right? It's like it's, it can change everything, right? It's like if we educate the, the poor. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, as, we, as we come to a close, um, I, would, I would encourage everyone to listen to Bernd's um, TED Talk. Um, I will add the link to the podcast notes. Um, where else would you like people to go? How can they follow you? How can they get involved? What can they do to, to help your uh, noble uh, and, and, and really amazing mission? Well, go to the website and contact us. Right? Like write us an email or, or send us any message. Right? Like the, 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 but go to the, the, the website. You will find the, the ways to contact us. But get in contact, please. Perfect. Very good. Well, Bernd, I really appreciate your your time. This was uh, this was this was a really really great conversation. I'm sure everyone uh, enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you for spending the whole hour with us. It was great. It was so much fun. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Bernd of IDU, unleashing potential in children around the world. A true holiday spirited episode that just happened to fall into this calendar slot. Make sure to come back on the 1st of January when we will kick off 2021 with the co-founder of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I know. I hope I won't jinx the year with that. But the way I see it, it's an amazing brand story to start over and give the year to come a big, fat, great rating right off the bat. If you're in the fields of graphic design, branding, brand strategy, or you are a brand-centric entrepreneur, and who wouldn't if you're an entrepreneur... Do join me for all around business and branding advice this new year. Go to patreon.com slash hitting the mark to reserve your spot. Hitting the mark is produced by my consultancy Finian, where we create clarity for brand transformations. This episode was edited by Everett Barton and the hitting the mark theme music was written and produced by happiness one. I will see you next time in the new year when we once again will be hitting the mark. <laughs>